Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review here on a non-football, very inactive Friday for the Arizona Cardinals. I'm Johnny Venerable, joined by former Frank Sanders, number 81. Frank, how we living? Man, we living in a manic uh, manic depressive state right now. I don't know what's going on with our Cardinals, man. This is blowing my minds, man. What's up? Very frustrating. Very frustrating. As we open up this Friday, uh, the Cardinals have outgone, I'm going to call it five full calendar days, including Monday, without bringing in, Frank, a transitional free agent that had a contract expire from another team. Yes, they signed former Minnesota Viking cornerback Jeff Gladney. That was done after he was cut, notably out of football. Very special, specific instance. They have not signed or negotiated with, into final stages, a free agent of note. They have re-signed many of their own players. That's great. Most of them, though, outside of Zach Ertz, James Conner, backups, special teamers, positional guys. How frustrated should Cardinal fans be right now? Look, if if they're not... uh... Watching what's taking place in the NFL right now, it's crazy. This is a very active uh, season right now in, in, in the market. But here's the funny thing. Everybody that you said we added back, they're not named guys. Like, I mean, we, we yeah. added Zach Ertz. That's a named guy to our team. So that's that's one of the biggest names we could say. Max Williams, I'm not going to shortchange him. He was he was light of being – he was on the up – he was on the uptick of moving himself into the upper echelons of tight ends based upon what was taking place here. But let me say this here. The NFL right now with the names that are being moved, the contracts that are being signed, it's changing the landscape of the NFL right now. And the Arizona Cardinals look like we're right now still uh, in the same spot we was in last year. A couple of good comments here. Jose saying, now we got to hear about L.A. again all year. Uh, the L.A. Rams signing Allen Robinson, even though the L.A. Rams are in negative cap space. Uh, a, a B Skrilla 817 Dallas hasn't made any at all. At least we made one. Well, Dallas is making up Frank for the Zeke and the Dak Prescott contracts that are hampering them from going out and signing free agents. Cardinals aren't in that position. Cardinals have cap space. Um, let's give you a little bit of a recap as to some of the notable moves this week. Again, um, try to, you know, subdue your excitement a little bit here. Zach Ertz was signed on Sunday night. 
James Conner was signed right when free agency kicked off. Mm-hmm. So everybody was thinking, and their grandmother, Cardinals are going to be super active. Look how active the Cardinals are being. And then as the week progresses, you get a Colt McCoy signing, get a Dennis Garnett resigning, Max Williams at one year deal. Did, right before we went on air, uh, Ezekiel Turner, reserve special team linebacker, undersized, probably a threat to Zayvon Collins. He got a one year contract. So this. Again, this is not to knock these guys, but, I mean, I, I, how much longer, Frank? I'm going to show you what I'm talking about here. Am I going to have to use, not this graphic, but this one, Cardinals outside additions and free agency of note, Mr. Tumbleweed here in the desert. I, I don't I don't want to use this. I don't want to use this anymore. I will continue to use it, though, until they make a move. What, what, what In your opinion right now, Frank, why do you feel like – Steve Kahn, Cliff Kingsbury, fresh off of their contract extensions, have zero sense of urgency. You know what? I honestly, I'm, I'm in my in my most humble opinion, I'm going to say that I think they're waiting for the big splash. I don't know if it's the Kyler Murray conversation and not having to go out and get all your pieces from the particular from the free agent market and, and, and being a, putting yourself in a position where you can pay your starting quarterback some money and then try to try to build around that through the draft. This is the conversation that's taking place. The money right now is so high for guys that are that are free agents. It's it's putting owners as well as agents in spots of negotiating with the agents having negotiating power because they can look at their counterparts. From the receiver position, if I start looking and start naming names of the receivers that's gotten paid, if I was out on the market, I would argue at their level, even if my if my numbers were anywhere close to their numbers. We looked at Christian Kirk. No one thought he was a $20 million man, but guess what? Bam, he hit the market. He's mm-hmm. a $20 million man. And we, we're talking about a guy we was we was okay with getting rid of. Yeah. So the market the market is determining. And we're talking about an older Von Miller who went out for a six-year $120 million deal with the Buffalo, with the Buffalo Bills. That's the numbers that are for these guys in those spaces. The linebacker number has not been set yet. That's why Zadarius uh basically told Baltimore Ravens, no, I'm, I'm good on that right now. I'll wait. Till there's a higher number out there in the market for it. So in my best, in my most in my humble opinion, I think the Cardinals right now are just waiting for maybe the market to lower just enough. And again, you're gonna you're gonna touch this a little bit that Deshaun conversation might allow them to start speaking now toward Kyler because they know what they know what numbers they're working with and probably what will make him happy. Cardinals update. The only reason we got Gladney was because of the off the field issues he had. And some people backed off of him. We were probably the only ones to give him a two-year deal. It sounds like other teams were interested. Now, I don't know if they were handing out multi-year deals. Um, we still don't have the, the numbers on, on that Cardinals update. It's a, if it's a minimal contract, I would agree with you. Um, let me just say this. As, as we go through this, the Cowboys just signed a wide receiver. So they've done something. Former Steeler James Washington. Um, I do think... I do think the Cardinals um, probably feel like they do not have a sense of urgency with anything but their quarterback because, and we'll talk about this later, Kyler Murray, his agent, still upset over the lack of contract. But Cliff Kingsbury, Steve Kime, they're going to be around after this season. Even if they have a terrible season, they got five, six-year extensions. So if I'm them, I'm thinking to myself, we can be particular. We've got a cap situation that isn't ideal right now. Next offseason, we'll have some more room, even with a Kyler Murray extension. I'm not saying it's the right approach, but clearly they, they're taking a completely different approach. You cannot call this an outlier scenario where, well, it's just a. I heard this a lot, Frank. Well, it's just the first two days of free agency. It's just the first one or two days of free agency, first 24 hours. Everybody hold up. No, 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 no. 
It's been five days since legal tampering, tampering was allowed, which means that dating back to late last week, I mean, this Christian Kirk contract's been done for some time. I, I just feel like if they were out on somebody, we would have heard about it. I would have gotten, you know, some insight. They're, they have nothing, no irons in the fire right now of note across the NFL landscape, which is just, I mean, it's demoralizing for a team, Frank, that you know, we're at the game in L.A. They got yeah. trounced by the Rams. The Rams, yes, they lost Von Miller. They're going all in with their offense. They've gotten better. San Francisco 49ers feel like with their quarterback, Trey Lance, they've gotten better. Seattle is an outlier. They're they're going into the dumpster. I just I, I hope that Michael Bidwell is not sitting back saying, well, we're going with Kyler Murray. We're going to the playoffs by default because the NFC has gotten so weak. But I just just this feels a little bit like Cardinals of years prior. And that's probably the best compliment I can give Steve Kime. Steve Kime has always been aggressive. He's always, for the most part, crushed it in free agency. This is usually his best time of year. Until he drafts better, I can't sit here and say, well, they're going to just build through the draft because he's never been able to successfully do that. I mean, he has not been able to successfully do that, and that's, that's been shown, shown by his track, track record. Um, this might be something different. We got a young coach. We got a young quarterback. These are not the old heads that was the guardsmen of the guys back in the days, um, and, and Bruce Arians, as well as the coach that was probably just before him. Phillips was here. I mean, Coach Phillips was second. Bruce Arians. These guys right now, man, they're, they're, they're probably in their minds that I'm thinking trying to build a future, a future team that would allow us not just a one year deal. But I yeah. think maybe two or three. We tried that last year. and We saw how it bit us in the butt a little bit with J.J. We didn't get the full payment out of him. They held off of not paying Chandler Jones his money, which turned out to be a good deal because he didn't give us great play. He gave us okay play. Yeah. And now he's gone and now he's got he's gone somewhere and got his money someplace else. But it's 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 hard to watch a team be that close to being almost um, amazing fighting for the NFC championship, giving themselves a chance to potentially be in the Super Bowl, um, but not making any moves right now. Let me tell you one thing that bothers me more than anything. When you look back and see how injured, when guys got hurt, how how our offense and how our team changed drastically, we didn't go out and get guys that we thought we could bring in that would make up and give us some depth at wide receiver, depth in our, at our defensive line, depth at our linebacking core. And that, to me, is the part that's blowing my mind, just like it's blowing a lot of our fans' minds because of reality. Free aging, you, you also need to create depth with players, not just signing guys that you thought because you put them on the – you got them off the waivers and then you put them on your, on, your, on your scout team and then you decide to give them another contract. That's stupid. You need to have depth because what killed us last year is when a guy got hurt. Our number one, D-Hops, got hurt. Guys got COVID. We had nobody to replace them that could actually go and fulfill the, fill that position as, as well as the first string guy could. And to your point, lack of depth is a legitimate concern going into next season, especially if you look at this receiving core. We like Rondell Moore. He's never proven it over the course of 17 games. Hopkins was injured last year. We hope that's not a trend. And then it's a lot of question marks. Antoine Wesley, you know, Andy Isabella, for some reason, still on the roster, probably can't find a trade partner right now. So I, they do not have an established number two which bit them in the ass last year. I mean, they're moving off of A.J. Green and Christian Kirk because they were not good enough last year, and yet they do not have a replacement. The receiver market has completely dried up. Uh, I do not think the Cardinals are going to go, you know, big fish hunting at this point. Juju's gone. Odell Beckham, we'll wait and see. Um, you know, Allen Robinson went to your division rival. 
Will Fuller supposedly wants to be reunited with Deshaun Watson. I, I think when they add a receiver, it will be somebody I don't even I, like a probably a third or fourth stringer at best that's got a little bit of experience. But I think we'll we'll probably look toward the draft for that, uh, which is dicey given Kimes you know, experience or lack thereof drafting and and developing proven receivers at the NFL level. To me, though, the biggest hole on this team remains edge rusher. You cannot lose Chandler Jones, flawed in all, and then go into the draft and subsequently the offseason without a legitimate star pass rusher to replace him. I, I, you cannot be sure. And we talked about this yesterday, Frank, somebody of note is going to fall to you at pick 23 and the kid out of Michigan who uh, a lot of people love the, the guy opposite from Hutchinson um, popped his uh, ankle today. And so that's one less option that you have. Very he popped true. his ankle this pro day. So I the draft is supposed to be into Kimes, you know, to Kimes credit. This is how he's always treated the draft. It's like, I want to fill all my needs in free agency, for better or worse, so I could go into the draft with an open mind and I won't be forced to draft for need, right? And, and it's done him okay at times. In the past, you got DJ Humphreys. You didn't need a tackle. That worked out. You needed a defensive tackle. You forced the the uh, Kimdichie pick. That didn't work out. The Cardinals right now have multiple glaring holes on their roster. And I know it's early in free agency, but you are going to have to force picks if you do not attempt, at least attempt to fill them right now in free agency. They have no pass rusher. They have no number two receiver. Their cornerback situation is okay. I'm probably more comfortable with it than most. They have no right guard capable right now. And I love Josh Jones, but I think he's a right tackle. And then they have no run-preventing, run-stuffing nose tackle. You can't fill all those with a couple of picks, especially, Frank, when we've seen this team be reluctant to play rookies. Look, I agree with you 100% on everything you just said because it's, it is it is not a win next year or three years down the road. As one of our guys in the chat book said, look, it's, it's a win-now season. The Rams have proved it, that you don't need first-round picks to make it happen. Look, we all just we also just saw that the Cleveland Browns say you don't need first round picks to make it happen either. So, look, this is a situation where I'm a, I'm going to have to hope that we're going to get some splashy conversation here next week, and it's going to be live and it's going to be live in color. It'll be some guys that we really want that we really need on our team. It will not be old heads, guys that are in their 35, 36 years over, just because they have leadership and experience. We need guys that are young that can come in and play especially on the defense that's long, rangy, that's got a motor, that's willing to play with that dog on the inside of them. A little bit of Chandler jones s Got a little bit yeah. of swag, got some swag about themselves, but they got that dog where they want to go out and play every day on every down. Whether they paid or not paid, that, that's that's important to notice if you got those guys. So I'm hoping next week we'll have some some conversation that will that will change the narrative of what we've been talking about this week because, like you, I'm tired of watching Tumbleweed Joe go across the screen. I love our folks in the chat, but Dakota, don't put this shit on the screen with a, <laughs> them saying they just traded for Danielle Hunter. If it's not true, because then I'm liable to go on Twitter and try to find something just like I just did as my man Frank was talking. Don't do that to me and the rest of the PHNX members here and our fandom. Uh, but in all seriousness, God, I would love, I, you don't know what I would give to get some breaking news on this mother effing show. I've been thirsty for it all week. I haven't gotten one single thing. The best and closest thing was that initial first day. But in the meantime, I want to remind everybody, college basketball fans, right now, join into the action during the biggest tournament of the year with the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win, and you get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, 
you win. The Cardinals, they're not winners right now, but you can be a winner on DraftKings Sportsbook with College Hoops. Same game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for an even bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, and best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. It's a call to action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any College Hoops team to win, and you get $200 in free bets if they do, that promo code is PHNX21 and over. Arizona only gambling problem called 1 800 Next Step. New customer only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. My DraftKings pick of the week. I think Cal State is going to cover 18 and a half points today against the fraudulent Duke. Blue Devils, but Frank, how about your Auburn Tigers? How do you feel about them in the tournament? Look, I got them going a long ways right now. I picked. Look, I just, I think I just wrecked my bracket on one side of the on one side of the country because I picked Bama to beat Notre Dame, and unfortunately, that is not going the way it is not going the way I want it to go. But when I look at uh, who I'm, who I'm in the, who I got my uh, brackets with, yeah, I'm, st- I'm, st- I'm in the top, I'm in the top thirty in in points, so I'm not oh. mad right now. I'm in the top 30 at points. I'm, I'm holding out because I think I got some sleepers that might pull out pull out some upsets. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, I had Iowa in my Final Four. That did not turn out well. <laughs> it's my Big Ten allegiance, my fandom. I grew up in the Midwest, and they are disappointing, as always. Um, but what's not disappointing, at least if you're a Cleveland Browns fan, or for the most part, I, I don't know how you feel about this if you're a Browns fan. Deshaun Watson goes to Cleveland in tune of three first-round picks, a third, uh, just a ridiculous trade package for, I mean, a, a player that could very well be suspended. But the big caveat as it relates to the Cardinals, Frank, is Deshaun Watson got an extension that's going to pay him $230 million, all of which is guaranteed. Now, a lot of people, Frank, are, are considering that the Browns tax, like if if, if you're going to be considered by Deshaun, which is crazy, this guy has a ton of options given everything, then you need to pay him all of his money up front. How do you think this affects Kyler Murray's situation and have the Cardinals subsequently screwed the pooch by not paying Kyler Murray before this and the Aaron Rodgers deal? I, I like it in Kyler's situation. Um, oh, sure. Yeah, well, I like it in Kyler's situation because it's, it doesn't necessarily resonate in regards. It gives him money up front and it gives him a guarantee, which guys always want in our sport. Trust me, guys, because we don't – they could give you – they can offer you a guaranteed contract your signing bonus is prorated over the term of the contract. So if they give you $50 million up front and it says guaranteed or give it to you in cash signing bonus, that's prorated over the term of the contract. So that's affecting the salary cap every year instead of just giving you one lump sum. That's that big market, that big that big market number. I like it because it doesn't necessarily have to pay him $40 and $50 million off the top. You know, you're talking five-year, $2,237 million. That's not necessarily a 40, that's not a 40, 80 million, 46 million dollar deal. So I'm not mad at that. Yeah. Um I'm happy about that because then it, it protects the Cardinals in some way because you and I and most of us, our number range of comfortability with Kyler right now is about 32 to 37. We don't really want to get past that. And we don't want to get into the 40 numbers, but you're talking about a two-time pro bowler and a rookie of the year quarterback. So I think that it works well both ways for the Cardinals in some manner because they kind of get to see that it's one thing. But I will say this, add this little caveat. Once okay. the players know and the agents know a team will go all in or all guaranteed, that opens up a whole new conversation of market com- market talk now. You're saying to me you're willing to guarantee the whole term of the contract? Now we've gone to Major League Baseball. And that's – if you get hurt, injured or not, you're going to give me my money regardless. That's something that's not done in the NFL at all. 
Yeah. I think you just hit the nail on the head. There are other teams out there that would give Kyler Murray, not the Deshaun contract, Uh-oh. but much more money than I think Cardinal fans are willing to admit the Cardinals will end up giving him. A lot of it will be guaranteed. I do not see Kyler Murray reporting to camp or OTAs or anything without a new deal. What? You would have you would have to be out of your mind yeah. if you think after all of this, Kyler Murray is coming as a good little soldier, no pun intended, to Cardinals offseason team activities without a new contract. There is no reason for him to if he's dug in this much and you've got his agent, Eric Burkhardt, on Twitter basically digging in, basically condemning the Cardinals for not being active, not helping his quarterback. I think that until we get an extension, we have seen the last of Kyler Murray as a Cardinal until we get an extension. And I believe they will get it done. I think it's going to pay him 40 plus million dollars per season because that is the going rate for a top 10 to 12 quarterback. Derek Carr is about to get extended. Um, Lamar Jackson's about to get extended. The longer the Cardinals wait, the more they will screw themselves. Now, Deshaun Watson on the field, much more accomplished than Kyler Murray. That's fine. But inflation rate cap going up. The Cardinals are only doing themselves a disservice by not getting something done, whether or not they believe that. Listen, the days of like franchising your quarterback, playing on a franchise tag like Dak and Kirk Cousins did, that's done. Kyler Murray is not ever, ever playing on a one-year contract or the franchise tag. That's why, even though the Cardinals are going to pick up his fifth-year option as time confirmed at the Combine, that's why Kyler Murray's like, I'm I'm three years in, I'm going to get extended, or I'm not going to be an Arizona Cardinal. Now, he hasn't said that. I'm reading between the lines, but you'd be foolish to think otherwise, even though Kime, Cliff, are very confident he's going to show up. It would be shocking to me, Frank, if he showed up without a contract. You and I can both stick. I can bet my 401k and you can put yours next to mine with the same amount of money. And then we both will know for a fact that he's not showing up unless mm-hmm. he gets his, unless he gets a contract. There's no way, no why, there's no how, and they can't talk him into it. Maybe they was waiting for this Deshaun Watson deal to come out because it could have been astronomically far, far superior, far, far more numbers than it was. But yeah, I'll accept the numbers, but to give up that many first round draft picks for a quarterback lets you know you really believe in this guy or that Houston was really had had the had the, the ball in their court and you mm-hmm. was desperate for a quarterback and you want to you want to make a splash. You talking about making a splash, which the Cardinals have not done. They haven't even tiptoed their foot in the water. But no. you talking about a splash right now? Look what the Raiders have done. That's a splash. Look what the Cleveland Browns have done. That's a splash. That's cannonball on what, yeah. on, the, on what what they think just they just went the whole side of the everyone that was tanning Everyone just got wet because the NFC, the AFC North need to pay attention. Deshaun Watson's there now. Yeah, I, I do think that, and I think a lot of Cardinal fans probably don't agree with this. Here's what I'm going to tell you right now. I think the Cardinals are a playoff team right now today. I think they're very much a fringe playoff team, but it, it, it would not surprise me they win nine games next year with the current roster makeup and get the seventh seed. That should not be their goal, but I think that they're just they're too talented with Hopkins and Buddha and Kyler and James Conner and Zach Ertz now, uh, even without an elite pass rush, even with some with some concern at corner and defensive tackle, I think they're a playoff team. That being said, I still think they're the third best team in their division, even without seeing Trey Lance it, for a full 17-game t- season. I know Kyle Shanahan, it, when he has a capable quarterback, is a legitimate threat. Everybody knows Rams are the defending champion, and the Cardinals have to play the AFC West, which is a gauntlet. I still think the Cardinals are a fringe playoff team. However, that can change quickly, as you know, Frank, during the course of the season. Guys get hurt. 
J.J. Watt goes down, James Conner. Then they'll suddenly look like a six or a seven win team. To your original point, they have to fortify depth and they have to do it around Kyler Murray. And so, you know, at the end of the day, I do believe we fast forward to September. They will have reinforced this roster for better or worse. They will have extended Kyler Murray. They have never been this organization under Michael Bidwell. Now, I'm only judging them, Frank, as much as, you know, RIP, the great Bill Bidwell. He did things differently than his son. Michael is yes. very different in a lot of ways, a, a much better kind of different. I, I would be foolish to think that I've got a track record on Bill or excuse me, Michael and Steve. I'm going to stick with it. And that is aggressiveness, whether or not it's, you know, worth winning. I, I, I do believe that they'll reinforce these holes and they will get Kyler signed. Look, I agree with you on that. I think that these guys are still trying to figure out how this, this market, it's crazy. And I agree with you 100% um, that they, this team right now will be better than it will. It will be better by the time we get ready to get into the uh, OTAs as well yeah. as when we get into mini camps and rookie camps like that. So don't be too discouraged about it. I do like this one thing, though. Uh, Burke ain't trying to put up a little notation about the wide receiver options that was currently out there. They Who do you like on this list? Back. You know what, man? For the Cardinals right now, what I, I – I, I like I like I need height I need I need height I need body. Yeah. If Alan if Alan Lazard is out there, I'll take him. I like him. I thought he was a good addition to another side of uh, of Devontae, and I thought that he was used well. He did drop some balls. I'm not happy with, but I think that if he gets to the right system where he gets some some rotation and some reps, he'd be he'd be a guy I like to add to that table. Traquan Smith, I'm not mad at him. I, I like to, I would add him to our roster as well. I'm not again. You guys against me. I'm not mad at this moment. I still think AJ got at least one more good year in him. He knows no. the system. Listen, right, no. he only made two. He made one bad play. He didn't turn around. Okay, he didn't turn around when y'all wanted him to turn around. He didn't turn around. So, but outside of that, the guy still gave us 75, 70 plus catches, almost 800 yards or 900 yards, and he was the sec- He was the second, third string receiver on the team of a team that was with the offense that just went straight dud the last eight games of the season, and we all can agree to that. I'm not saying anything crazy. True story. True story. Um, he's, he's, he's not a $20 million man. That's another bonus. Yeah, he's probably he got $10 million this year. I think he can probably get 12 from us. That would help. Um, but I, I like A.J. Will Fuller, he gets injured too much. Um, Marquise Valdez-Scantley, I like him. He's got, he's got some wheels. He's got some upside. Um, but this is what I need to do. We need to surround Kyler with players that we can bring in and let guys go go out and make some plays. Someone just said Lazard's is a restricted free agent, so he's off the market because I know for a fact they want to keep him because he is something. Julio, look, guys, his legs are dead. Like, Julio started getting, like, little hamstring injuries after hamstring injury, then little knick-knack ankle rolls. His legs are dead, and I, I would not take him. A.J. Green, we didn't have that problem with him last year, and his price points was nowhere near the same number as Julio Jones. And so I think you can get him back and up again. He knows the offense. So if he knows the offense, we just got to get, you know, we got to get Kyler healthy and we got to get AJ um, uh, D hops to come back with. And again, I only think the upside of Rondell Moore, I think he's going to be something pretty special if we use these guys properly. Benjamin saying, uh, saying AJ Green knows the system is interesting considering he didn't know, even know the plays, Frank. Why he's- come on, man, relax. It was one play, bro. It was one. I will give you props, I- Frank. <laughs> I have been anti-acquiring Julio Jones. Saul, Saul's all in on bringing Julio Jones oh, no, in. No, not for any price, but I, I do feel like A.J. Green at least was healthy last year. He was Stay available. Yes. Uh, Julio's not even available. So they need to get younger. Yeah. The, the Hopkins is, is approaching 30 uh, or is 30 now. He should be the oldest member of your receiving core. Zach Ertz is 31. 
get Kyler some young thoroughbreds to grow with. I, yes. I'm higher on Antoine Wesley than a lot of people are. I think he's got a, a shot to stick in this receiving core. Um, we're going to talk like about him. we're going to talk about Carlos Dunlap here in the final segment. But before we do that, I want to remind everybody. Children five and older are eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. The vaccine is the best tool we have to reduce the chances of getting sick with COVID-19. The COVID-19 vaccine can reduce the risk of being hospitalized or even dying from the disease. It's safe, free, and highly effective, and COVID-19 vaccines are available throughout Arizona. Visit azhealth.gov slash findvaccine for a location nearest to you. So, Frank, the Cardinals are in a little bit of predicament because the outside linebackers that are available to replace Chandler Jones are mostly garbage. They are rotational guys. There's people on the same level, I would say, as Devon Kennard, maybe worse. The, the quality options are at defensive end, and there's pushback within the fan base, some, some confusion. If they got a defensive end, could they make it work as a stand-up outside linebacker in Vance Joseph's scheme? One name in particular, released today, Carlos Dunlap, former Cincinnati Bengal, who was with Vance Joseph, is now available, but he is – He's a big man. He is not your traditional stocky, you know, three, four outside linebacker. Does that matter to you and to the Cardinals who they, they play a lot of different fronts? Could you see this team pursuing a Carlos Dunlap? I could if, if Vance wanted him and Vance thought he could bring something to the table. I think that would be something between management and, and Vance because we don't know what our coaches or how much voice our coaches are having to say in this and who's getting picked and who's not. So that would yeah. be Michael. But if Vance had a conversation with a player, who was still effective and he knew his system, then you always, you always want guys that can come and hop just, you know, you can plug and play. You don't want guys you always got to figure out, can he play? You want yeah. guys that can plug and play. And so he would be a guy we figured he can plug and play. The system last year, we went, we had two down linemen, we had three down linemen, we had right. four down linemen. That's right. I mean, Vance gave so many looks last year trying to, you know, disguise what we were trying to do. Whether whether our one side was weak and one side was strong, he was trying to make it where it fit us, and so that's the sign of a good defense coordinator. If you got him, I wouldn't be mad because he can, he's a guy that can plug and play. I just feel like the value in free agency right now is at defensive end and not at your traditional outside pass rusher. Daniel Hunter is another name. He is due eighteen million dollars from the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday in a roster bonus. They are not going to pay it. They are attempting to trade him. He is their best defensive player when healthy. He had back-to-back 14-and-a-half sack seasons in 2018-2019. It's been a little banged up. Last year, coming back from injury, only six sacks. He is a thoroughbred specimen um, and is only 27 years old. That is the move I would make. You bring him into this defense. I don't give a shit about defensive alignment. I would say you're going to help us, number one, not be soft against the, the run, and number two, light some people up on third down, rushing the quarterback, which the Cardinals, with all due respect to everybody, but Marcus Golden and J.J. Watt do not have somebody that can consistently get after the quarterback. So uh, people are talking about scheme fit. If you're Vance Joseph, I am done hearing about, well, guys have to cater to my system. I've watched him not play back-to-back first-round inside linebackers. If I'm Steve Kime, I'm going to tell him, you make it work. You play a Carlos Dunlap. You play a Daniel Hunter, and, and you get the most out of them. I'm just I'm I'm I do not care if Devon Kennard is a better scheme fit because I know Devon Kennard cannot rush the passer, Frank Sanders. That's not how it works, brother. I'm telling you. No, I'm telling you how I, <laughs> if I'm Steve Kime, I'm making Look, or here's what I'm him. doing, Frank. I'm telling Vance <laughs> Joseph, hey, hey, real quick, real quick. If I'm if I'm Steve Kime, 
and I trade for Daniel Hunter and I get pushback from Vance Joseph, you know, I'm tell, telling Vance Joseph, kick rocks. I'm bringing in Mike Zimmer. We're going to run a 4-3. I've got two of your players in Jeff Gladney and, and Daniel Hunter. Revise this defense, Mike Zimmer. That's what I'm doing. Look, Mike Zimmer is was touted as one of the best defensive-minded coaches, and I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past him. But if you look at the way the Minnesota Vikings when they had the, when they had their show when it was running, it looked yeah. good. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Again, we saw the Minnesota Vikings teams that showed up like what, what week two uh, versus the Cardinals, and they came to play outside of a field goal kick. They would have they would have kicked our butts. Should have won that and, game. Should have won right, that without game. without a doubt. Statistical numbers it was on their side that day, and they just they they just kicked our butts. So. Correct. Can he come out and coach? I got no problem with that. I don't think that it would happen exactly the way you say it would happen. So you want to play the players, but you don't want to kill their confidence. You don't want to kill that Zayvon Collins. And when you when you put him out there, he getting he's getting pushed. He's getting pushed to the shitter because he can't. He won't line up right, or he won't get in the right spot, or he's getting beat by better athletes. That in itself is a challenge to try to get guys to get themselves emotionally and they're emotionally and mentally ready. That's a challenge. So. I get it. I want these guys to play because all our first-round draft picks should play because these guys are supposed to be plug and play. Steve and himself, I'm thinking the way they, they the way they're handling this offseason right now thus far. If it's not, in my opinion, if it's not watching the way the money is is uh is being dealt out to these guys and trying to keep it keep a low under under the, under the radar kind of you know scheme about themselves, and he's well at doing that. My only thing is that he's waiting for the draft to come in and try to bring guys that he feel he can bring out and just. Bring some guys to come out and play. If that's not the case, then we're in trouble. This is not apples to oranges. Let's say it. But this, is, but I'm going to give you an example of, of something the Cardinals did that I think they were ahead of the trend on, on this is, now this is when they had Todd Bowles and James Betcher. They took two pass rushers that were predominantly 4-3 guys in their career. Now they were a little undersized in Dwight Freeney and Jonathan Abraham, and they came here and they were pro bowlers with the Cardinals, converting them yes. from 4-3 ends to 3-4 outside linebackers. I, I feel like, and this is the only reason I have hope of a Hunter kind of trade-esque addition is because I've seen this franchise get away from scheme limitations in the past. Kime knows at the end of the day, you got to have guys off the edge kicking ass or you're screwed, that's especially true. with a cornerback group that's young and inexperienced, especially against Matthew Stafford and the offense the Rams are going to – you know Stafford in year two is going to be significantly better. Much better. Right? Would not surprise yeah. me 50 touchdowns next year. You know that the, the offense that San Francisco wants to run, you feel like the, – they feel like they're getting an upgrade over Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, Seattle's its own animal. They're a dumpster fire. But you have to play the AFC West with four Pro Bowl quarterbacks now. Yeah, you cannot sure. go into battle without a legitimate star edge rusher. And I was with somebody in the camp. I was probably in the minority, Frank that would have paid Chandler Jones. Okay, they didn't pay it. So be it. You have to move on. It's time to reallocate those funds and resources to an experienced pass rusher. I love rookies. I love outside linebackers in this draft. This class is loaded at edge rusher. It's not realistic, Steve, to go into your draft, even this year in this class, and think you're going to get a star pass rusher year one. Because right now, right now, this team is not good enough at edge rusher. Everything else I I think can be supplemented in the draft except mm-hmm. for that position. Now I agree with you. You got to have dogs on the outside. Hey, yeah. Look, they're, 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 the way the, the way the system is set up right now in college sports, and I'm just going to say this, there are a lot of bunch, there are several edge rushers out there in college right now that can come in and play in the NFL and have an impact. But guess what the impact needs? The impact needs two fat dudes on the inside or two big mm-hmm. dudes on the inside True. that's pushing pressure where they can go one-on-one on the outside versus the tackles or tight ends and get around those edges pretty fast 
or hold their position and the edge. And I think that would be that's that's something to be noted that there are players in college that we can do that with. Mm-hmm. We don't have anyone on the inside. Are we going to no. bring JJ and put him back into a D tackle position? I think I think he has so. To take, and when he has engaged more and puts more pressure on his on his joints, on his arm, his elbow, and his shoulder joints, I'm not sure if that's the best move because maybe he'll be healthy, maybe he won't be. Um, but I'm not 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 going to hate that if it doesn't happen that way. This is a situation where I will. I'm like you, JV. We need a splash guy. We need to be willing to go out and get some guys. We need a Mike linebacker that has some time and tenure. I'm not saying Zayvon is not the guy, but we need a Mike line. If they go out right now with the limited cap space they have and sign a yet another inside linebacker with Zayvon and Isaiah on the roster, I will literally burn Ooh. this chat to the ground. <laughs> I will not stand for it. I will not be able to contain myself. This, For better or worse, I don't give a shit about your feelings, fans, Joseph. Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins are the starters next year, and if they yeah. suck, play them for 17 games. And if they can't play, they can't play. But I bet they can, and I bet they'll get better over the course of the season. I cannot have another stopgap inside backer. Spend your money elsewhere. You can't take first-round picks and not play them and then overpay those positions in free agency, Frank. No. (laughs) Look, you got to build from the idea that this is what you have to – look. In the league, you need two. You need you need some positions that need to have the conversation and a mouthpiece of a leader. Your Mike linebacker has to be a leader, and your got doggone quarterback has to be a leader. If he's not a leader, he's gonna be he's gonna be the water boy in the conversation because these guys will not respect him or listen to him. We do not have that just yet. Zayvon Collins can be a Will. Your boy Isaiah Simmons can be a Sam. That's Sam linebacker, Will linebacker, but you need a Mike linebacker, which was Jordan Hicks. And when you saw that, Jordan Hicks was. Definitely the guy that was the play caller and he controlled the off, controlled the defense. This is a crazy time right now. I'm still expecting next week to be a splash. I'm expecting these guys to come out with a bunch of conversations. We're gonna have a bunch of media. The Cardinals will be on, on record of saying we just signed our, our number one quarterback, Kyler Murray, to a long-term deal. We're gonna go out. And we we also can, we also cleared up two or three other guys over the over the weekend, and I believe that's what's gonna happen because these guys are gonna know exactly what money they have to deal with after the Deshaun Watson situation. Here's what I will say. This is where I'm going to give them credit, right? Credit where credit's due. You re-sign your number one priority in Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz would have been broken off in free agency. Done deal, right? You finally, for the first time in my lifetime, Frank, have a plus receiving tight end going into the season. I will applaud them on that. They also cut Jordan Phillips' fat ass, and they got his money off the books. Thank God for that. They reduced Devon Kennard's salary to the veteran bare minimum. They, they, they made Justin Pugh take another pay cut. They have checked all of their internal boxes, right? They put a bow on all those things. Okay, now when does the recruitment start? When are you bringing in these external free agents? So if they, if they had a commitment this week that said, we're going to do everything in-house first, I will give them the, be- the benefit of the doubt. I, will, I am not fat shaming. Here's what I'm going to say. I, and I, I, <laughs> here's what I'm going to say about Jordan Phillips. Jordan Phillips was lazy, right? He did not try with this team. Anybody who thinks otherwise, he was constantly in the in the training room. I am disappointed that he took the Cardinals' money and the Cardinals essentially got nothing for it. And I'm he went sorry. back home. And he went back home. Like, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for the two-year vacation. If <laughs> Jordan Phillips showed up my ha- showed up at my house coming for me, I would wet my pants. I would start running. Uh, it would it would be so bad. But thankfully, I feel like I could outrun oh, Jordan Phillips. Funny. Um, hey, look, Jordan Phillips you know, is the guy you Frank that you get off the bus. You first guy off the bus yes. in like high school football, 
and you're feeling really good about it. And then push comes to shove on the field and, and the, the guy is just, he's soft. I'm sorry. He is. He's just soft. No, he's not soft, man. The guy got COVID. This is a good thing to figure No, we don't blame it on he COVID. COVID. No, he stop. That right. is, don't. I, I can't even. I can't even go into I, that with I, you. I, 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 I'm not even going to do it. Look. No, look, he got his money, and he got "quote unquote" fat and happy with his money. Not literally, but you know how it is. People get their money, and they they just they take a back seat, right? They're like, "Oh, I got my money. Yeah. I got paid, and now he wants to go back to Buffalo." You can, you can run him, then you'll get injured, so you'll be fine. Thank you. Hey, hey Troy, Troy, Troy Honecker said, I feel like Simmons and Collins would be probably function better in a 4-3 system than a 3-4. I agree. I think that these guys got body. They got range. They have the ability to do exactly what we definitely need. <laughs> we, de- we definitely need. Uh... <laughs> You're on your somebody, own with that one. No, somebody said about the COVID excuse, the old COVID excuse. <laughs> Y'all are, y'all are funny, man. Phillips had a COVID in his back and his hamstrings, too, Frank. Sorry to Jalen. I love the big boys, and I they're not fat. They're thick with two C's. No, they're not. They're not. I I it's a sore subject because I thought Jordan Phillips was gonna be great for this. Team. I agree with you. He was, him and, he, was him and he was awful. He was awful. Him and Core, him and Core, we thought was gonna be great. They didn't have not. And again, we, we could say the same thing about JJ. We thought he was gonna be great, though we had everything we we thought we was gonna get a 17 week JJ or at least all the way to the playoffs, and it just didn't happen. And so that's that's football. And some things sometimes that do happen. I like Pickham Spread. He says, God, man, there's 150 players in, the, in this draft, and he believes there's four, four, there's at least four edge rushers who can be impact players on day one, as well as six cornerbacks. And that's the truth because these guys are fit for the game. College has transitioned to the NFL without a doubt. This 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 RPO offense, quarterbacks never underneath the center quarterbacks that can run and throw at the same time you got to have skinnier guys on the outside edge rushers standing up a lot coming at the quarterback because you got to get sacks look an Aaron Donald we can find one in the draft that'd be absolutely fabulous a six foot one six foot guy who's who's a D tackle not a defense not a not an actual end rusher but a small guy in the interior who has all the moves a, a Warren Sapp 2.0 who can just dominate the inside that'd be great if we can go get that and we it just haven't manifested. So hopefully this week will be something this weekend, Johnny, will be something you can rest on. You, Frankie, and the kids, man, you guys can just be chilling. You and the wife can have a great day. Here's what's going to happen. Great weekend. Let me you give you the play-by-play play of how this, how this weekend's going to go for me. So tomorrow, for those of you who, who care, um, we are celebrating. My son turned seven on Tuesday. We were That's having it. a bounce house birthday party on Saturday. In the midst of this, I am sure, is when we will get cardinal breaking news and I will have to hide in my office and do an emergency pod. We don't have to worry about Jordan Phillips coming to beat my ass because my wife will beat my ass when that yes. happens. Um, here we go. Frank says we need skinny guys, not fat. Jordan, like uh, job. I don't even know what this what you're trying to say. NH. Uh, draft, we need Devontae Wyatt. I agree with that. Dominant three technique, that's overdue, I Jalen. And I, I first one of the first two picks I think needs to be on the easily, defensive line. Easily. Two uh, picks, I agree. Yeah. Hey, listen, you wanna I I Jordan Phillips, I'm sure, is a tremendous human being. He was a huge disappointment for the Cardinals. I will I will leave it at that. I want to remind everybody. He was a fat disappointment for the Cardinals. That's what he was. He was a fat disappointment for the Cardinals. See, and I'm not using that term. There's there is no weight term analogy right. in the term of fat. You can look at your woman and she'd be three pounds heavier, and you and she thinks she's three pounds heavier. And she says, Look how fat I am. See, and then you'd be like, Babe, you still 122. I don't know what's happened. You look the so same as when we got term. married. You look, you look the, the same, same as when I saw you in your wedding dress. 
Jordan Phillips. That you can't um, <laughs> I'm a Cardinals update. I'm on a vacation. I thought I'd miss a lot of free agent news, but there hasn't been any. It's a nice right. problem to have as the Seahawks, by the way, breaking news, just signed former Pro Bowl cornerback Kyle Fuller, big, tall uh, corner that will fit uh, Pete Carroll's system well. Must be nice. That's going to be the, the start my free agency slogan moving forward as it relates to all the other teams and their moves. Must That's be nice. That's and nice. then subsequently a sub bullet to that call it, calling it run it back, run it back after your one in five finished to end the year Cardinals. Cause that's, that's what they're doing right now. Look, the Cardinals have done something pretty special. We can all say this about Steve Kime is that he does show up. At, he, he might not show up at the party on time, but he does show up late with a splash. He's the guy that might have a, a sequence, a sequence two button tucks on thinking that he's killing the party with a nice red bow. That's Steve Kine, and he probably will be at the bar longer than all of us because he's got more stories to tell and everything. So I'm expecting that to happen, that he will be at the bar telling us great stories on what he did and how they rendered this 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 team and uh, some players that was that was notable players that we didn't think would that would be on our team. Last year we had a fantasy football moment across the across our board. We got you know it felt like we was getting guys that were some teams that we would never get. And we thought we had a fantasy football roster. And so right now, I think I can expect – I'm expecting that same thing. I'm hopeful, JV, that that will help happen, that he will have something to say or something to do, and that he – I hope he don't wreck Hudson's party. Maybe he do it on Wednesday so you don't get kicked no, out. No, it'll be it'll tomorrow. tomorrow. It'll be tomorrow. Uh, that's how that's, – that's, that's what's going to happen. Johnny checks not- Twitter every second hoping for uh, – yes, I am, Tyler, because that's – I have lived my life this week – Addicted to my phone for DMs, tips, and then, of course, on Twitter from the national guys. And you know how much I've gotten? Nothing. I came into free agency. I knew the Cardinals were interested in bringing back Reddick. That seems like a lifetime ago. I thought we was going to get Reddick. That would have been nice. That would have been nice. Think about if they had re-signed Hassan Reddick, the trajectory of this team, and you'd just you be able to breathe a little deeper, right? I wonder... It now, too, like they were in on Reddick, just not for as much money as inevitably Philadelphia paid. Like, do they regret not signing, signing some of these early free agents? Because, again, you may have money, but this is a very famous saying. You don't get buried with your money. You can't take it with you beyond the grave. The Cardinals, they've got some cap space now that they freed up. You can't take it with you, right? And you can carry it over in the next season, but how is that going to help you in 2022? So um, Hunter just went to the Niners stop. Phoenix Suns, stop. Come on, Come tell on. the truth. Don't is, do that to me. Yeah, I'm trying I, to have a nice weekend. He, he's trying to wreck the moment, right? You are. He's trying to wreck the moment. We got people. Got... Uh, looks oh, like my God. The Cowboys are signing former Rams defensive end pass rusher Dante Fowler. Must be nice. Must, Must be, be nice, nice to get a former first-round pick to rush the passer for you. The Cardinals do not have anything that resembles that. But must be nice, Dallas. The Dallas Cowboys, by the way, already have Demarcus Lawrence. They already have Micah Parsons. And now they're bringing in Dante Fowler. Frank, we're going to have to have you suit up and play both ways next year. You're going to have to play wide out and defensive end. I'll go out there and tear both my Achilles trying to play corner. And uh, we'll go 3-14 and in the process. How does that sound? Let me tell you what we'll go. You'll go three plays, and I might go four plays. And then you and I both to be accepting our checks happily. And I agree with that. Give me my money, even if I'm wheelchair bound. Uh, I pull a, I pull a, we'll pull a Jordan Phillips. We're cool. 
That's true. That's true. Jordan Phillips, <laughs> he did it right, my man. Uh, I want to remind everybody, go to gophnx.com. Check out all of our exclusive content. Become a member, 50 cents for the first month, $8.99 for the subsequent months. Or you can get a steal of a deal, a free t-shirt from our PHNX Merchandise Locker. If you sign up for the year, it's just under 60 bucks. You'll get exclusive access to our member Discord, exclusive content on our website, all the goodies that you could ever want more. But in the meantime, be sure, everybody, like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review. We got a lot of – the Cardinals may not have jack shit going on. We got a lot of exciting a stuff happening as this as this podcast moves forward into the offseason as we get closer and closer to the NFL draft. Oh, thank you, Teddy. I appreciate you coming in here, coming in hot. Vic Beasley Jr., hell no. Uh, quickly, is Hunter realistic for the Cardinals? I think so. I think it is realistic because I think, number one, he checks a lot of boxes for Kime. Number one being he is young. He's, we got he's the 27. Money. Yes, and you have the money. Uh, Jeff Gladney can play number two wide receiver, then be a shutdown corner on the other side. Uh, he's going to have to be Jalen. Uh, everyone's a dream at this point. Until they sign somebody, uh, acknowledge Zeke. Zeke Turner signed a one-year contract to be a backup special teamer. Hooray. Uh, if that move had happened in July, it would have been a footnote like it is today. Uh, Rafa, I do like Jermaine Johnson, but a little raw, but his ceiling is insanely high. Well, he's an he's a defensive end, just like a lot of these guys we're talking about. So go – you want to double up, that's fine. But, go, you know, it, what what is your take, Frank? With And we'll, we'll end on this here. I am I am not too keen on giving Vance Joseph out of spite another first round defensive player. We, I am. I, okay. Well, why is that? Well, I, I'm I'm because we still we still need one that's going to produce. We still need several that's going to produce. Players need players. You need players that make plays. You don't. I mean, we've had first round draft picks that have not produced. You need a player that will produce. And so, giving Vance Joseph, you, you, we can't talk like he's a bad coach. The guy, the guy no, was one of the coach. He was, he was one. He's tried to make a bunch of adjustments to the to the team that he thought he had, and and throughout the season, of course, we finished horribly, uh, offensively and defensively. It was nothing beautiful about the way we played as a team the last seven games of the season. So that in this is this, is the reason why we stunk it up and why we still have these complaints. But I will say this here: I think Vance is a good coach. Um, I think that our front four had a bunch of potential on it. We thought J.J. was going to be there. We thought C.J. was going to play at least 15, 17 games. It did not happen. They were off and on. They never really played a whole bunch of games together. That was the struggle with that. Jordan Phillips never showed up. Corey Peters never showed up. This is money that was invested to make our defense really good, and it just didn't happen, happen that way. That's our front. That's just our front, not our back, our back, our back, our back seven. So that in itself is the problem. So – Giving him some opportunities and players, I think, will make a difference. Offensively right now, we're solid. If I was on this offense, I'd be just as I agree with that. I agree with that. Our our defense needs all the help they can get. So if they're going to throw it in the draft or take our free free agency money and spend it to some guys that we feel we can go out and get, I would do that because I think that that would be the backbone of what it takes because we just saw what what the Rams did. They had a bunch of stuff on offense. But if it didn't match the weight of the defense, which the defense had Jordan Ramsey, they had when they got Von Miller, they had Fowler, they had Aaron Donald. These are names. This is that's just four names I named off that are goddamn great players in the NFL. We had that, but guys got hurt, and then the guys guys didn't play. And so, therefore, I can see the run it back mentality a little bit of the Cardinals. But in reality, there's guys out there right now. We need to go get a splat. We need to go get guys that can fulfill what we thought in Chandler Jones. We need to go get a JJ Watts, and we need to get depth like a mother sucker. We need. Depth, like eggs in a crate of 18 when we thought we was going to get 12 we need 18 eggs we thought we, we got at 12 pack we need 18 because 
that's the only way we're gonna have a, a solid an opportunity. Burgang travel. Thank you for the super chat two times. Uh, Johnny loves Z Turner type signings. I actually load them. Uh, and then Cardinal signed Joe Walker to appease Johnny this weekend. If that happens, uh, you will not hear from me. Uh, I need an emergency pod from Johnny when Joe is brought back. Literally never, ever. Um, they cut him during the season after they started him over Zayvon Collins. I will never forgive Vance Joseph for that. Uh, let's get to some of these comments here. You guys are going to keep it going here on a Friday. Hell yeah. Watson's uh, yeah, deal changed go. the game. Kime Bidwell need to know yesterday's price is not today's price. They need Very to wake true. up in more ways than one. Absolutely. Steve loves injury prone guys. Kime will definitely make a move for him. Uh, I would honestly prefer a cornerback over edge called uh, pick and spreads in this draft because I believe uh, corner, cornerbacks will impact day one. Well, if, if you're going on the logic of Vance plays cornerbacks earlier, I would agree with you because we just saw Marco Wilson. So that's a good point. Mentions Elam, the kid out of Florida, who was uh, coincidentally Marco Wilson's teammate. Superstar, killed at the combine, fantastic. It's not my preference to take a corner at 23, but if that value's there, I don't mind it. Uh, Vic mentions in the Cliff era, we've had one offensive player drafted in round one. It was Kyler Murray. Need to change that, build off of his strength on offense. I agree. It's 2022, Frank. You got to go with the offense. I, I, I'm 100% on, on Vic's side here. Uh, I would have up, I would have been okay, according to Cardinals update, with bringing back the same team we did, but collapse, but, uh, but then they collapse. And we haven't, and we've lost Chan, Kirk, and Chase. We are worse. As of right now, the Cardinals are worse. But I think the NFC is worse. And I also think the Cardinals would sneak into the playoffs if the season started today. Bring back Swan. He's in good shape. Um, is that Eric Swan? Eric Swan. Uh, Eric Swan, maybe? Eric Swan. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I see Eric in a minute, but I don't think he's in that kind of shape. No, no, no. We um, I like we, did see, we did see Frank's buddy Roy Green, though, at the NFL Combine. And then he texted Frank. Uh, Roy looked like he could still play a little bit. Mm, that's what I'm talking about, man. Look, that's uh, Pick and spreads. Maybe we can draft a receiver in round two. Yeah, we usually have good luck in round two. I agree with that. Where's Dockett? Uh, that, it's, it's the kind of player that this defense needs. If you actually follow Donnell on Instagram, he's all cut up. He's in great shape. Um, one of the greatest Cardinals of, of his generation and yeah. um, definitely deserves to be. Is he in the ring of honor? I don't know, but he, he should not be yet. if he's not. George Pickens could be an option for round two. Yeah, I think receiver, more and more time. There's not a receiver you're going to add right now outside of Odell that you would say to yourself, this then behooves us from taking a receiver in the first or second round. I think now anybody you bring on outside of Odell is getting a one-year contract, just like A.J. Green did last year, yeah. and that does not – any one-year deal guy is not preventing you from, from drafting a Pickens or a Drake <clears throat> or a Chris Olave or whomever. So yeah, I agree with that. The, 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 the NFL draft right now is top-heavy at receivers, top-heavy at on defensive linemen, and they're yeah. very top – and they're top heavy in the uh, in the secondary area, safety or cornerback. So uh, right now, with the receiver conversation on the market right now, there's a ton of receivers out there that have uh, that put up some, put up some really good numbers in college. I told you guys my two. I definitely like I like my kid over in uh, Blakemer over in uh, over at USC. I think he's pretty special. He's six foot five. I think we need range and body. Remember this also. Mm -hmm. The reason why I said is because whoever we bring, I need tall guys in because Kyler does a lot of throwing his football. Yeah. off the back of his foot. So he's giving guys a chance to make plays. We need big guys that can make plays. We need rangy bodies that can do that. D hops is six foot three, six foot four. We need other guys like AJ Green who's six foot two, six three, and also and, and so on and so on. Rondell Morgan's gonna get his numbers because he's a special talent. We saw him in college. Um what if you don't like him, go back and look at his tape and you'll see nothing but absolute uh, athlete and a beast when he gets the ball in his hand. 
couple more comments here, then we, we got to wrap it up. But I love all of you. And I know you're just as thirsty as I am for Cardinal news. We need Tillman's heart of people. I think the, the team has a lot of a lot of guys that care. I just I'm worried about the talent as I'm about to see. Bless you. And bless you. Thank you. I think they've got good locker room guys. I think they're missing talent. I think they're missing talent on the defensive line and a receiver mm-hmm. and an edge rusher. Is it possible that the Cardinals expect Rondell Moore to take a big step forward and that's part of the hesitation to resign a receiver? I think that regardless, Rondell's going to take a big step. But you need, yeah, you need another guy. They don't have one. All this for time to draft uh, Nakobe Dean just to make Johnny go mad. That's the linebacker, I believe, from Georgia that uh, if that happens. Well, first of all, the only reason I would be pro that move is finally draft a, a player from the SEC. Uh, Jalen saying we'd rather have a seed or a slower t- tall guy um speed or a slower tall guy i would say possession receiver uh you obviously want the whole package but frank i think this team needs size over speed uh we definitely need size over speed but right now in the draft man this six foot five is blake murrow over at usc man he runs he's a four he's a four four guy alec pierce alec pierce over at cincinnati he's six foot three six foot four he runs four three George Pickens, he runs a 4-4. You can get tall and speed right now because the league, because the college is developing these guys. These are guys that we thought would be slow, but they're fast to get over top. <clears throat> uh, possession right now, Rondell still needs to prove himself. He hasn't done that. Zach Ertz, yeah. let's not forget him. He's a he's yeah. at least he's a big another, target. He's a big target. He's 70, 80 catches a year without a problem. And then also yep. JC coming out of the backfield. James Conner was a, an addition that was totally unexpected. I mean, the balls he caught out. And he's out over six foot as well. Mm-hmm. And, but the catches he made was pretty spectacular. So I expect our offense to move forward in that area. I just We just got to play with the money the right way um, if we're going to get somebody out of the draft or in free agency. Vic saying, thoughts on running two wide receiver tight end type formations? Well, right now, they're touting the fact that they've got Max Williams and Zach Ertz. But the NFL, I mean, Kyler Murray needs to operate with three legitimate to four wide receivers yeah. of note. I think on early downs, it's fine, especially if this wants, if this team wants to be predominantly run dominant late in the season. But I mean, they like to spread it out. That's just who Cliff Kingsbury is. That's who he will, he will always will be. He, now he does manufacture the run game well. Uh, and for that, I would give him credit. I did not expect him to do this well, running the football coming from Texas tech, but he, his offense, Frank, and you know, this is predicated on yards after catch. And right now, they've got two receivers who do that, I would say, at an above-average level. One of them is undersized, though. They need a receiver. The best part of Julio Jones last year was the one-on-one balls that he could go up and get for Kyler. Now, without him doing that, your reliance is on Antoine Wesley, who I like, but is better suited for a fourth-wide receiver. You need a big, physical receiver of note that can manufacture yak and that can go up and get the ball at the highest point. And, And to me, you know, A.J. Green, Julio Jones... They, they check that box, but they also they come with too big of a price tag, too many injury concerns. I am more kind of reaching the point now because you didn't go out and get an Allen Robinson or somebody like that. You just wait until the draft at that at that position. The other positions they need to take care of receiver to me. Don't go and waste money on on these guys that are remaining. Any, any, any guy you got to start talking about 17 to 25 million dollars as a receiver. These guys got names, but they got they got time and tenure on their bodies. We need to make sure that we, we're, we're getting the maximization of these guys. If we can get two for 15, two or three of those guys for $12 million on one-year deals, I'm okay with that because I know we're, we're all in in a situation where we got experience on the outside. But if we're not we're not focusing on that, 
and let's just go through the draft and figure out who we can get and pull guys in that we feel that can come in and still make plays that can take that can take the place of an AJ Green, six foot four guy that still can get up and catch balls, and, and he he has a he has a good sized body that he can body guys and, and make plays. Just the same thing that AJ Green does without that price tag. Last question, Bird Gang Travel Club. Big question, who do you put the blame on with the Cardinals that we don't maneuver the cap like these other teams? I think they do. I would say my my issue right now is with Steve Kime. Steve Kime makes these decisions on how to manipulate. I know Jean-Paul Edwards saying Bidwell. I think Kime can talk Michael Bidwell into damn near anything. He got him to move off of Josh Rosen to take Kyler Murray. Absolutely. It is Kime. And so if Kime wants somebody, he goes and gets him. And and he's got he's got Michael Bidwell's trust. So Everything we're seeing right now is hate him or love him with Cliff Kingsbury. He's not making these decisions. This is Steve Kime and NFL AZ Cardinals. Allen Robinson probably didn't want to come here with all the drama. Allen, and I'm going to make this abundantly clear. I posted this on Twitter before the show, Frank. Players will come to the Arizona Cardinals if they pay them more money than other teams. The Cardinals have just not paid more money than other teams, a la Allen Robinson, Hassan Reddick. If, if Allen Robinson had an, a contract agreement, from the Cardinals that would pay him more than the LA Rams, he would come to the car. It's all about the money. We've seen it with Deshaun Watson. We've seen it with Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. Who is paying a premium? And the Cardinals, for whatever reason, this is not an MO of the Cardinals with Michael Bidwell and Steve Kime. They have always paid. They are choosing in this offseason thus far, five days in, not to pay a premium for any players. That's, that, that's what we're going off of right now. That's surprising, but you're absolutely right because, like, they, they're choosing not to pay the price for what it costs to get these guys in here and bring players in. And that, that to me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm surprised because you keep talking the game that you want to move to the next level, and then yet you watch all these names of guys that are signing in different places and the money that they're getting, you're just not willing to do it. Steve has been pretty smart. He, he's held on to his first-round draft, first- and second-round draft picks throughout, for the most part, of his tenure as a, as a Cardinal general manager, as well as – and Michael has allowed – Michael has managed that pretty pretty – Pretty well. I mean, the only move they made before was when they got rid of a coach in one year. I've never seen that happen before with the Cardinals, but it was a good move when we look back over the last three years of what we've gotten out of Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. So right now, I agree. This everything that's taking place right now is Steve Kimes. And he has to he has he has everything at his disposal right now to make the decisions. And guess what? Steve is still that same guy we know that's still looking for that diamond in the rough. He, he is. might go to he might go to North Dakota State to find a kid. He's looking at somebody, not an SEC, not a Big Ten, back 12. He's looking for a kid that he can find that says, hey, this guy was a second-string kid in Little League, and then that guy became the first-string in high school, and that's the guy I drafted. Like, that's Steve Kahn because he has that dog in him. And that's – we have, we've seen how that played out, hadn't played out well, but hopefully this year something turns out well. Yes, guess what? Class – half full right now and this is you are glass half full guy tito's eliminate baby tito's eliminate make your glass half full well i hope everybody's had an opportunity to have a drink on this free agency week that has abundantly gone nowhere for the arizona cardinals uh i want to remind everybody like subscribe leave us a five-star review uh i appreciate frank and i appreciate all the comments all the engagement today just think what this chat's going to be like this show is going to be like when we actually get some real substantive news this place is going to be off the chain frank sanders For Frank Sanders, I'm Johnny Venerable. We thank you all, and we will be back on Monday, 4 p.m., PHNX Cardinals live. We'll see you all next week. Take care, everybody.